an award winning data science leader with over 10 years of experience in artificial intelligence statistical analysis predictive models across finance customer experience and information technology kartik vadri has a demonstrated history of working with businesses across multiple industries aiding them in data driven decision leveraging a heavy dose of mathematics and applied statistics with visualization and a healthy sense of exploration and one of the recent additions to his skill set is proficiency in generative ai and the capability of leveraging it for driving business outcomes he had facilitated and enabled business leaders with actionable insights by bringing data to life with a deep quantitative understanding of the domain or the business unit Karthik is skilled in Python, R, Tableau and data structures and is a strong engineering professional with a certificate program in business analytics focused in data science and business analytics from ISB which is Indian School of Business and also he holds a master's degree in data analytics and visualization from International Institute of Information Technology which is a IIIT based out of Hyderabad and a harvard business school graduate with a profound understanding of how successful products are built harnessing the power of artificial intelligence and having data at the core of the business models accelerating digital transformation in fact he was featured on episode number 235 in the past where he covered how data science can leverage lean six sigma to better the business decisions So as we prepare to delve into our conversation today on the topic at hand the future of generative artificial intelligence here is an exciting twist first let us tickle the brains of Karthik so Karthik we have introduced a rapid fire round of random words during beginning of the episode i am going to mention a few and i would love to hear the first thing that comes to your mind in response without thinking much if you are ready let's get started yes let's do it <laughs> curiosity innovation or primary catalyst for innovation okay and invention force multiplier future common sense and human intelligence book crucial conversations movie her universe mystery failure faster the better technology making life easier aliens oh, let me think chat gpt <laughs> <laughs> interesting perspective and kartik uh, thank you so much for participating in the first rapid fire round so sportively there is one more waiting towards the fag end of the episode and folks welcome to the guiding voice podcast series where we embark on transformative conversations for a better future i'm your host navin samala dedicated to making the world a better place through valuable discussions that add value not only to your life but also to your career and thank you so much for tuning in Karthik welcome back to the guiding us platform and super thrilled to have you again on our journey and this time uh, i'm impressed that you are going to talk about generative ai and the future of gen ai so hearty welcome once again yep thanks manin thanks for having me for the second time always enjoy being part of this community and thanks for the wonderful intro i've covered it so well and i don't have nothing, have nothing additional to add the only thing probably i would add to it is about my medium publication where i talk about intuition matters and how it matters the most so my theory is that intuitive understanding can help everything else snap into place and then learnings become difficult when we try to emphasize on definitions over understanding 
and mm-hmm. yeah that's about it and also adding uh, to that right uh, let me mm-hmm. also kind of set expectations on for the next 30 minutes in this podcast so what mm-hmm. i'm going to try doing is to demystify the hype of generative ai and how generative ai algorithms are built on solid foundations of traditional ai fundamentals awesome and i'm looking forward to our conversation because uh, this is something which is most happening space and everybody is talking about it but let us demystify as you rightly said let us debunk the myths of uh, gen ai as much as possible so let us start with your career journey so please share with our audience the toughest lessons that you have learned in your career journey that's a good question to start off with so i would say it's the importance of working under ambiguity right in the current world where everything is evolving so fast there is a lot of ambiguity in priorities impact direction from leadership being patient in such scenarios and working under that ambiguity is a major factor in the success i have had so far in my career mhm awesome and uh, now let's uh, talk about the core of today's conversation which is about uh, generative artificial intelligence or gen ai so can you explain in layman terms what this uh, generative artificial intelligence is all about and how it differs from other artificial intelligence approaches so i've just mentioned right uh, ai generative ai also is built on fundamentals of yeah. traditional ai but i which i'll touch on it a little deeper in the subsequent parts of this conversation but in general right generative generative ai is like this creative robot where that can create things up like stories images poems and so on and one of the primary factors in traditional ai approaches is the availability of labeled data so the previous approaches around ai were very good at identifying patterns in data and correlating with them them with the new patterns whereas generative ai is all about generating new data based on historic patterns so think of it as kind of having a robot friend who can tell you a completely unique story a unique bedtime story every night while other robots might kind of tell you the same story over and over <laughs> generative ai is all about the imagination and mm-hmm. creating Fresh original things. Hmm. Yeah, I love the analogy. And now uh, let's also talk about why Chat GPT is getting so much attention when there are many other Gen AI tools in the market, but they are less heard of. Yes. So you'll be surprised to know Chat mm-hmm. GPT has reached a hundred million users in just two months, faster than any other social media app. That's a very remarkable achievement that raises a question whether chat gpt is a passing fad or there are transformative new technology here to stay although it seems like a hype or a transformative innovation which is very different from the previous innovations we have seen this is based on the very well established principles and foundations of previous ai techniques or algorithms Although ChatGPT has become a hype around mid 2023, however, there were separate tools like Copy. AI, Dali, etc., which were be doing things independently. Mm-hmm. Again, these were all owned by OpenAI itself. So mm-hmm. ChatGPT, what OpenAI had done is basically bought all of these things into a single place, making it easier easier to use using a very intuitive UI. which is when a lot of eyeballs were raised all right uh, that's a wonderful explanation now let's talk about the foundational principles and also the techniques behind generative models in artificial intelligence so what is powering this gen ai models let's unleash it you would think i am very much underrating the power of gen ai if i say probability is at the core because probability as we all know is all about predicting if something has happened 
or if something will happen again based on what has happened before. In the context of text generation algorithms, these are trained to calculate probabilities of the next word occurring given the previous words. In the context of image, it's the pixels. So computing probabilities and how we do it is the, at the core and the transformer architecture, which is something we have been hearing of the whole encoder decoder, which powers the calculation of probabilities on huge text or huge data is the primary foundation. And then every other innovation or buzzword in the AI space we have been hearing so far, like your deep learning, neural network, transfer learning, etc., are at the foundation of Gen AI. Great. Uh, let's also talk about uh, the hype. What is really causing the hype over Gen AI, especially in 2023? Because if we consider Open AI has been doing the work behind the scenes for a little over five years and close to a decade, but all of a sudden, there is so much of hype. So what is causing the hype right now? Yeah, I think I can go on talking about this for an hour. <laughs> but yeah, let me try to keep it short, right? Mm -hmm. The primary yeah. reason is the cost of compute coming down. So yeah. what I mean by this, or a lot of people are aware of the Moore's law, mm. which basically predicts the doubling of compute power approximately every two years. So this consistent increase in computational capabilities per unit has played a major role in reducing the computing cost. Or to put things in perspective, right? The cost of a GPU in 2012 was about $1,000 compared to $150 in 2023. Mm -hmm. So the, that becomes a critical component of us being able to train these large language models or these Gen AI algorithms on huge compute machines. The second primary factor is the availability of large corpus of data. The mm -hmm. whole digitization we have been seeing in the last decade where zettabytes of data is being created, stored. I'm sure a lot of you would have been aware of how much data is created every minute through all the social media platforms we use. Yeah. So the other noteworthy factors which could, which are causing the hype also include factors around cloud computing, availability of open source software, libraries, etc. And then the whole world era of di distributed computing frameworks like your Hadoop, Spark, all of these were not there a few decades back. So the availability of these also have contributed to the hype and us being able to think of generative AI. Hmm. So overall, I think we are in the exciting times for sure with the with the cost of hardware coming down and with the advanced technology coming every now and then. I think the combination is leading to the hype of this Gen AI, and I think we are in the exciting times, as I said uh, uh, earlier. One thing that really makes me very curious is about the ethical concerns, right? There are many ethical concerns that are associated with the latest technologies. So how can we address ethical concerns associated with generative AI? Like maybe if we were to consider something around deep fakes and misinformation. So what's your take on that? See, like every tech we have seen so far has its own pros and cons and AI or rather generative AI is going to be no different. Let me take an analogy, right? Uh -huh. Let's think of a of the, let's think of the device a lot of our listeners are using to listen to this podcast, the mobile yeah. phone. There are people who are using this mobile to listen to podcasts like this and get better every day. And then there are also folks who scroll through social media apps just while in the time. Yeah. Successful folks are the ones who are who have a balance between these two and AI or this is nothing different from this one. And then keeping casual analogies aside. 
the attribution of source is still an unsolved problem as of today when i say that we don't know how to attribute an image which is generated by gen ai yeah probably that be a problem to solve before thinking of deep fakes and all right because once you have the attribution problem solved or you can attribute the source of an image to a text or text then it becomes easier to differentiate between originals and fakes and all the other things around deep fakes misinformation and then the whole thing around ethical concerns and all that will start to fall in place and then it will be easier for us to bring in laws once you solve the attribution problem that is where mm-hmm. a lot of research is happening as we speak mm. yeah there is a lot of spe- a lot of research happening at the same time a lot of tools are also getting released in the market so sudden tools like midjourney dali right uh, they are actually transforming the creative industry so i would love to hear your insights on how gen ai is transforming the creative industry like art music or literature so in the intro uh, in the analogy i've given with regards to considering gen ai as your robot friend yeah right mm. yeah it's not much different so janaya is being like a smart assistant to folks in the creative industry as well in multiple ways mm. one is empowering creators to explore new ideas and concepts so janaya can help in generating novel and unexpected content that can enable creators to break out their creative constraints and explore new possibilities for mm. example artists can use generative ai to generate new color palettes textures patterns etc and similarly musicians can probably use it to generate new melodies new harmonies so and so on the other way they could also use it is around accelerating the prototyping and experimentation in the field of creativity if you see the ability to prototype and fail faster is crucial to success so gen ai can generate faster prototypes accelerate the creative thought process and then make it easier for them to fail faster and come out with the successful designs faster example mm-hmm. fashion designers can use generative ai for generating new clothing designs while game designers can generate it to generate new landscape characters and then validate if that is inclined with their initial thought instead of trying to wait or wait on a designer trying to explain their thoughts to a designer waiting for him or her to put things on paper share it that this large entire long process is shortened with the availability of generative ai the last but not the least is around democratizing this creative process right mm-hmm. now gen ai can be used to create creative content without the need for specialized skill like i've just mentioned say if, if i'm a say designer or mm-hmm. i can instead of me waiting to kind of get the right color palette and everything i can just outsource it to gen ai and then let it create any piece of art for me Hmm. anyone using generative ai can create their own art music or literature currently we have also seen a lot of that happening the dependency on designers like for example if you want to launch a social media post yeah. earlier if you had to go to a graphic designer uh, wait for pay him huge bucks to kind of get it now you can directly put it on one of these generative ai tools and you have it mm-hmm. wonderful kartik let's uh, shift gears and talk about the challenges or the limitations that this technology has so what are the current challenges and limitations of gen ai and how can researchers and practitioners overcome them i think this might be good food for thought for those who really wanted to dive deep into the subject right so as i alluded to earlier right gen ai is built on strong foundations of traditional ai and then the problems are not going to be much different 
the primary challenge will continue to be the quality of data being used by these LLMs. We have seen scenarios where a lot of outdated content is used to train these generative AI models, which obviously result in generating substandard responses owing mm-hmm. to the incorrect information knowledge it has been trained on. So the before jumping to creating generative AI models is to update the content so that the responses of these generative AI algorithms are going to be relevant. It goes without saying, or rather an old saying with regards to data quality still remains true. Garbage in, garbage out. And other new challenges which we have started to see with generative AI also include, one, the cost. Mm. The pricing for these models, for for the Gen AI atoms are at a token level, so more usage, more cost. Second thing is around the quality of outputs and evaluation frameworks. So these generative AI Algorithms are known to hallucinate given that the way they are trained or their architecture is. And there is no proper framework yet to evaluate these outputs. And Mm. then the other things include the explainability, the bias, fairness, to name a few, and the list goes on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, especially on the bias part, I think uh, I have gone through a couple of articles and maybe there is a potential where this bias could lead to incorrect results and favoring a particular company or favoring a particular entity, right? So on that note, how do the existing legal frameworks and regulations address the use of generative AIs and what gaps need to be addressed? Well, there are a lot of legal frameworks when it comes to content which already exists as of today, like your copyright law, intellectual property law, the privacy law. However, these do not explicitly... Uh, no, address the use of generative AI. Hmm. Considering that generative AI is fairly new and evolving with enterprises also exploring possibilities of making money, there are a lot of gaps in the law that needs to be addressed in order to effectively regulate the use of generative AI. For example, like I've said earlier again, right, the copyright law is not clear whether it protects the AI-generated works. So I think we'll see the space continuing to evolve in the coming months and then uh, we'll see a lot of these laws being reframed or you know customized for generative AI related works. Great. And we had a lot of interaction around generative AI and the topic is really gaining a lot of momentum. It's time for us to add some spice and some more excitement to the episode. I'm going to trigger the second rapid fire round with a set of intriguing questions. If you're ready, let's get started. Oh, another one. Chalo, let's bring it on. <laughs> okay, so just to ease and lighten up the mood of our audience, and here comes the first bullet out of the second rapid fire round. So, Karthik, if you could have one gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it, what would it say? AI is not a magic wand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here comes the second one. What is one thing you are really bad at that you wish you were better or good at? I think I would say documentation. Mm-hmm. I know I'm bad at it and that's not great to boast about, but I'm, it's not just a formality as well. So documentation, a lot of people like me consider it's a formality, but yeah. it's actually a fundamental tool for ensuring efficient operations, knowledge sharing and long-term success in any domain you take. Yeah. Indeed, documentation is essential and you're talking to a Six Sigma guy as you are aware, right? So we develop a lot of uh, standard operating procedures. It is tedious, but it is really helpful for the business to really strive and thrive so on that note let's move forward and here comes the third bullet out of the rapid fire can you describe yourself in just one word karthik probably i'll take two words for this and i would describe <laughs> myself as a problem solver 
Wow. <laughs> okay. And what is your favorite thing about uh, living in the 21st century, the current most exciting times? I, I'm, I'm sure a lot of folks might expect me to say talking about generative AI, but I would still stick with the fundamental. The favorite thing for me is the democratization of technology and the digital innovations we are continuing to see. Mm, good one. And if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Oh, these are, I'm sure these are tickling the right nose. <laughs> okay. Probably the superpower, I think, would be, you know, the ability to create real business impact with AI. Mm-hmm. On a lighter note, a lot of companies are behind driving impact, but haven't seen uh, know, much success because the core issues haven't been addressed. Yeah. So yeah. the superpower is the ability to create that real business impact with AI. Yeah. Same thing happened with um, uh, the meta world as well as uh, the blockchain. There was a lot of hype until 2022, but we haven't seen much traction and the real world problems being solved with that. So I hope something will happen for sure in the Gen AI space and the AI space. And here comes the last bullet out of rapid fire round. What is one electronic gadget or a fantasy gadget that you'd like to see or invent yourself? Probably, I think one gadget which can take away laziness, right, from humankind. So, laziness, <laughs> uh, if you take away laziness, there is a lot humans can do. Yeah. So, we then, if laziness is not available, we don't even need a lot of these extravagant innovations. <laughs> Quite interesting and that was a great uh, second rapid fire round and let's let's flip back to the mainstream. So Karthik, what advice do you have for individuals aspiring to get into this uh, Gen AI research and development or research art development? Yeah, I think I'd have two advices. Rather, Mm -hmm. these are rather called theories, which are easier to remember and can be applied not just for generative AI, but for any field. The first one is the no freelance theory, which basically mm-hmm. states there is no one-size-fits-all algorithm or solution. No single algorithm would outperform all the other algorithms across all possible domains. And the performance of an algorithm is problem-specific, which basically means the effectiveness of an algorithm depends on the characteristics of the problem it is applied to, which include the quality of data, the nuances within the data, so on and so forth. And then on the same lines, there could be some algorithms which excel in one problem domain but perform poorly in another. That is what mm-hmm. your no free lunch theory basically alludes to. Mm-hmm. The second advice is something called as the Occam's razor. Encourages the preference for simpler models over complex ones, all else being equal. Say for example, when designing a machine learning model or algorithm, it's often easier to start, it's often better to start with a simpler model only increase complexity with simpler models and Mm. explain the data effectively. The reason I think this Occam's Razor becomes more important as we see more innovations is just because there is generative AI doesn't mean you throw generative AI at any problem you have. (laughs) Good one, good one. So, Karthik, you are one of the very few speakers who have come back to the platform. And, uh, of course, there are many uh, conversations in the pipeline wherein... uh, our guests are trying to come back. So share with me and our audience, how is your experience being hosted on the Guiding Voice platform the second time? Oh yeah, it's always good to engage with this community of the Guiding Voice, right? I think I would like to share a recent experience. As mm-hmm. a mentor for the AI 
courses in the academy yeah engage with a lot of learners and then when during the intro sessions one of the learners was happy to have me as their mentor because he being a follower of the guiding voice podcast knew me from my first podcast oh, wow. so that felt like a moment and probably i think that was the motivation uh, for doing the second one so it's mm-hmm. been a great experience and i'm glad there is a platform like the guiding voice you you made my day actually when you come across these kind of incidents right it keeps us uh, move ahead it keeps uh, motivated and it will help me also find some more interesting topics interesting guests as well so thank you so much for sharing about that incident and also thank you so much for joining me again on this show and i really look forward to more many more conversations in future so it is always good to have you these kind of tech enthusiasts on the platform so i would love to host you again and again in future and thank you once again for spending your valuable time and also sharing tons of um, knowledge around gen ai and the future of gen ai gen ai with our audience i really appreciate it karthik so folks uh, that was our episode with karthik vadri and before we jump into the fun trivia section we have a quick request if you haven't already please subscribe to the guiding voice podcast from wherever you have tuned in because subscribing keeps you updated on new episodes and also if you have enjoyed this conversation and found the episode beneficial please share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who would also like the guiding voice so please spread the knowledge and help others grow just like you now let's cruise into the trivia segment and today's trivia is about the least known facts about generative ai after such a powerful conversation around the future of gen ai the current limitations challenges addressing the legal com- legal implications and many more i thought i would share a few facts which are going to complement what karthik has already covered the first one is gap which stands for generative adversarial privacy it is an emerging field that uses gans to generate privacy preserving data enabling researchers and analysts to perform meaningful analysis without violating individuals policy and the second one is generative ai for drug discovery you know gen ai is being utilized in drug discovery and ai models can generate molecular structures that have the potential to be new drugs significantly accelerating the drug development process and the third one is about adversarial examples so generative ai can inadvertently create adversarial examples that fool other ai systems and these examples can be tiny imperceptible changes to inputs that cause the ai to misclassify them so likewise there are good and bad part of any technology not just ai and i would like to understand from you are there any other facts about gen ai which the world is not aware of or are there any other areas where gen ai is doing miracles please share your thoughts in the form of comments if you are watching this video on youtube or if you have found this episode on social media platform you can comment there i am going to review them in future for sure and that's it for today's episode and thank you so much for tuning in and also for being part of awesome community so folks we would love to hear from you so do not hesitate to share your ideas feedback topic recommendations guest speaker suggestions or anything that you would like to share you can reach out either through social media or you can email us at theguidingvoiceforyou@gmail.com and let's create content that resonates with you i am your host navin samala 
a lifelong learner and my goal is to have impactful conversations that improve not only your life but also your career until next time take care and stay inspired because remember the future holds great things and the best is yet to come and goodbye for now see you all in the next episode with another amazing guest